Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about taking care of your note buyer or taking care of you. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays REI consulting program. Guys, basically, we're here to help. Doesn't matter if you're brand new to this, you just want some help picking and pricing a county, or you've been at it for a while and you're looking for some help on ways to expand. All you got to do is go to our website at www.com casualfridaysrei.com. Click on the consulting tab, walk through the sign up, and then we'll be in touch to help you get started. Happy Monday. Hey, what's up? Nothing. This is the the, the weird week. You know, you're yeah. between Christmas and New Year's. You don't know if people are working, if they're not. Yeah, where time doesn't exist. It doesn't. Yeah. They say calories don't exist here either. But <laughs> That's how I'm living. I'm, I'm here to tell you, man, the sweets have just been overflowing around my place. Last two days, I've had uh, coconut cake for breakfast. Coconut cake for breath. I can't say. I've had, uh, Jessica bought me this 16-pack of ding-dongs and Twinkies, <laughs> and I'm having like five a day, plus the Christmas cakes that she put in my stock, or Santa Claus put in my stocking. Uh, yeah, I, uh, someone, one of my favorite cakes is the coconut cake from La Madeline. Someone brought it to Christmas, so you know I'd take a couple slices home with me. You you took leftovers from your family one? Like you got a little to-go box and you snuck it out? No, it's no sneaking. Like everyone takes, like they, uh, okay. they purposely bring the to go things. Oh, you like you bring your own Tupperware? No, no one brings, no, not Tupperware. <laughs> it's those like, you know, like you would get at a barbecue restaurant. Gotcha. Those okay. Yeah. Cool. They hand those out. Cool. Did you have a good Christmas though? It was good. I've been sick. I don't know if you can, people can hear my voice, but I, I've been kind of under the weather. But under that, it was a, it was a good holiday. You know, Santa was good to me and I got a new, a new hoodie. So I don't have to wear a black one all the time. I got a, <laughs> I got, got a blue a, one. Got a blue one. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Yeah. How about you? Cool. It was good. The kids had a lot of fun. They got everything they wanted, but yet they still don't want to play with it. So I'm still just trying <laughs> to figure this thing out. We built a Santa trap. Uh, Santa did not get caught, though. He's too good for that. I saw Jackson uh, pretending to be Santa, like how he's going to get through it yeah. and caught and whatnot. Yeah. That was pretty intricate. It, it was. And then right before he we went to bed, he's like, dude, we got to get some yarn. And we got to yarn the whole living room. So <laughs> he gets walked into the yarn. I'm like, we're not yarning the whole living room. It's not going to happen. So <laughs> Santa has magic. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So it was a it was a good time. The kids, uh, you know, it's the magic of the spirit of Christmas and that magic, you know, getting the kids and seeing that. And, you know, and that being said, you know, in today's topic, you want to talk about taking care of your note buyers, or taking care of yourself. And that's a I think that's a good way to segue into this. And, you know, what the right thing to do is do you bend over backwards for your note buyer? Or do you stick to the letter of the contract? Yeah, this is uh, that time of the year where um, if people are going to default or be late on their terms, it's going to happen November, December, because. Mm-hmm. People are spending money on Christmas gifts or they're traveling. Money's tight. And for me, at least, I think for you, too, this year, when people, even good payers, are showing up late and defaulting this time of year. Yeah. I had uh, seven parcels get come back late this month. And so I reached out to everybody like I always do at 15. I ended up getting, uh, I have have two confirmed back that'll come back. I have... Uh, Come back, meaning they're not going to pay. You're they're not paying. Yeah, yeah, they've 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 gone through the default. Like they missed November. The thirty day period was uh, December, and you know I gave them the extra fifteen days to get caught up on both payments before I pulled it back, and they didn't. Um, I have one that has like five days left. I have another, a couple other that have reached back out and said, "Yeah, we'll get caught up, and here's here's when we're doing it." And so they're staying within the the threshold there. But you know, it brings up a good point. 
You know, we talk about, you know, talking about my kids and my family and I'm a small business, you know, money is tight at this time of year because you do have more expenditures with Christmas presents and, you know, travel to go see family and you're trying to do stuff for other people so they can see that. But do you hold these people accountable to that? Uh, that is a good question. The human in you realizes that it's tough and it's the holiday season and let's try and work with them. But the business person in you is like, you signed an agreement. Yeah. (laughs) Just because it's tight for you doesn't mean I still don't have bills. Yeah. And my bills need to be paid and it's based off of you. So I think that we talked about this. I think the question kind of comes down to is how quickly can you resell the property? Mm -hmm. You know, if it takes you 90 days to resell the property and make money, but you may be able to get at least half a payment, yeah. Or one payment completely made up the next fifteen days, is it do you work it? Yeah, it's and that's a it's a great question. You know, for me, my, I'll just throw the numbers out there. My properties, I had fourteen thousand dollars in acquisition price for all the properties that got defaulted. And they were a lot of it was you know smaller stuff that we've had and we've had for sell for that we've been financed out for over a year year and a half. So fourteen thousand dollars out, they had paid back twenty four thousand dollars already for a face value of forty four grand. So. You know, kind of the shrewd businessman in me is like, you mean I can make a fresh forty-four grand or another twenty-four thousand and get it going? Um, the previous corporate in me, having to involve with agreements and contracts and things like that, I'm like, well, we made an agreement. You know, we decided that, that hey, this is what it is, and then I give them a fifteen-day grace period to get caught up. And so I say, okay, hey, it's terminated at thirty days, and at thirty days, day thirty-one, they get a notice that says, hey, at fifteen day, you have fifteen days to make this right. You have to pay both payments plus a late fee. If you don't, you know, it's coming back or depending on the state. And if it's 60 days, you know, I give them the extra 15 days there to mm. get it caught up. Yeah. Am I evolving? My, my thinking on this has evolved because I have tried working deals out with people before. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of how I was taught was keep the buyer happy and they'll do whatever, yeah. you know. So I, I've had three people before where I paused their payment for a month and let them have a free month mm-hmm. and then started their payment back over again with that with that paused month mm-hmm. tacked onto the very end. Mm-hmm. And each every one of those people defaulted. Again? Yeah. And the next month or how much later? Like or later? I think the the earliest one I think was maybe four or five months later. Okay. He just emailed me and he said, hey, I can't afford it. I don't really want it to begin with. Okay. So anyway, after the, those happen... I had just stuck to the contract. Yeah. This last one, actually, I had one default. He His 60 days was up in middle of November. Okay. And I texted him right before, uh, I texted him right beforehand, and I said, um, you're essentially 60 days behind, right? And we've had an agreement. And while I want to work something out with you, mm-hmm. I still have bills to pay, too. This mm-hmm. is a business. And um, you've got five days to come due, or else the property's done. Mm-hmm. He didn't even respond back to the text. And so at the 60-day mark, I sent him his emails. I sent him mail in the you know mm-hmm. actual letter in the mail i canceled his contract Ge- geek pay has changed now or that 60 day it automatically defaults the loan okay or it used to not do that okay you I could don't set think. The, you could set the grace or the period for the default i think originally when you set the loan up and you put in the day mm-hmm. it it used to just pause it okay at that whatever that mark was okay if, if i'm remembering correctly because i have some that they're just stuck on pause when it hit that day okay now when it hits that default day it, it changes the setting to default yeah Okay. And so I'm done with it. I tell, and I had a guy just the other day. He said, I haven't made, I haven't made November, December. Can I make November, December, and January all on January 5th? I said, uh, problem is that Geek Pay will default you automatically at 60 days and we'll have to start all over. So do what you got to do. Just don't let it happen. Don't yeah. let the 60 days hit. Either pay on your date or moving on. Man, it's, and the, 
I hear that in my head, I hear like my grandmother's telling me, you know, treat others like you'd want to be treated, Justin. And I think it's fair to say, hey, I'd want to be treated like we all agreed upon. And I do give a couple extra days in there versus the hard, hard default at 30 days, you know, because I understand life happens. But the hard thing for me is that some of these people don't reach out when you've reached out to, you know, tr- try to say, hey, you know, you're 15 days, you're 15 days late, parent was doing it first, it's the 15th, you know, and that at 25 days, I'm like, hey, you know, loan goes default on five days, you know, please add the payment, pay here, here's a quick portal. And we, we make it extremely easy with the pay portals, you know, auto payments, the best way to go. And a lot of them do that. But once they start defaulting on that, it starts getting all out of whack. And so you're just like, man, you know, show a little bit of respect. And, you know, I guess you, you were well, the, human, the human nature you want, show it back to, yeah, to me. Say, it goes both ways. Treat others like you want to be treated. If I was the person making the payments, mm-hmm. you know, I would want, like, make your payment. Yeah. Right? If so, if you gave someone a loan, wouldn't you want them to make the payments on time? I I agree with you. And that's and that's the that's the hard part with this. Like, so, you know, when it comes to business, what I have always found is if I stick to the, the contract, while it may seem like you're heartless, it's the best route to go because you, that's what you've agreed on. You put it on paper, you know, and, it, and I've always seemed to found the ones in, in the term side of this business, the ones I typically try to help and, and I try to do something above and beyond what we're supposed to, it always seems to blow up in my face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And that's why... Even the the long, you know, you get better at something the longer you do it. Mm-hmm. And even though you sound harsh or whatever, it's a business. Mm-hmm. They knew what they signed up for. Mm-hmm. If things were tight, it's not like it's the first time in their life things have ever gotten tight around November, December. Yeah, so plan ahead. Yeah, I I think the the caveat for me is the lack of reaching out. You know, I've had a guy reach out and say, "Hey, Justin, I can't afford this anymore. I, I'm about to lose my house. I can't make this payment." And I said, "Okay, man. Well." How about I just buy it back from you? You know, he had, say, I think the guy had like, it was a $2,500 property. It wasn't a big property. It was one of my earlier ones I bought from a guy that I'd bought three properties from in three different states. And I think I paid a couple hundred bucks for it. And the guy, he's like, he had like 15 or 1700 bucks paid into that $2,500 property. So it wasn't like a ton of money. And he's like, dude, I just can't afford it. I, I, I'm just out of money. Um, so you just take it back from me. And I was like, well, man, you've paid, you know, pretty well. How about I just give you some cash back and I just take it and you just sign a release. And he's like, Really, you do that? And it, you know, did I need to do that? I could have just defaulted and take it. So I'm like, okay, that guy, that money probably helped him get an extra month on his personal living expenses. And I think that was the right thing to do in a situation. But he reached out. He was like, hey, man, I, I you've, you've done everything you said you would do. You helped me when I needed help. You know, I, I hope that maybe we can do business together sometime. I just can't. I can't do it. So I feel like that kind of person needs that extra. Mm-hmm. I've but, given money back to someone who did that. Reaching out does go a long way. Yeah. I had a guy who was making a, $525 a month payment and he was late every month after four months no 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 after three months maybe he called and said I just can't do this anymore uh, my dad is sick and I gotta fly to here and mm-hmm. I think he was lying to be honest yeah. I think he was lying but he asked for all his money back and at that point because he, he needed to buy a plane ticket to go see his dad mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes here <laughs> I don't know if that was true or not, but I, I think I, I gave him 75% of his money back and moved on. Yeah. And I've resold that property to a much, much better buyer. Yeah. And uh, so that one, it worked out. But like I said, now I, I think I've kind of heard it all. You know, if, if you're not answering my emails, because with GeekPay, you GeekPay automatically emails mm-hmm. them and you can see if they've opened it. Mm-hmm. If they haven't opened it or they, I guess even if they, if they have opened it and they haven't reached out and then they're not responding to the letters and the emails we're sending them. Mm-hmm. I got no, 
no love. Yeah, no love for you. Yeah, and that's it's funny to me because I we I think we both can say this. We went a long time without having many people default, and so now I've actually added a color into my CRM that says hey, like when you get the um, notification that their auto pay is acting up. So I actually have a color in that so I can look at my my loans because I keep a manual one in my in my CRM or my workbook. And I'm like, okay, well, it's orange, so they're having problems with their thing. So I can follow up, hey, you know, I don't say, hey, your payment's late. I say, hey, it looks like your payment is having a problem processing. I don't know if the card is getting kicked back or what, if you'll take a look at it. And usually I'll get a response to that. But if I don't, then I know that something's being funny. So Yeah, I don't even – I like GeekPay Handle at first. I, it seems like you take the extra step of having a, your own CRM with it. Yeah, but that's everything drives back into that one CRM for me because I'm not all the way on GeekPay. Like I still have uh, probably 25 notes that aren't on GeekPay, yeah. 20 notes that aren't. I don't know. I think we kind of get the point across. I, yeah. For me, I'm going to say stick to the contract. You can't go wrong by sticking to the contract. Stick to the contract unless, you know, they're actively trying to work with you. Yeah. If they're going to ghost, if they're going to ghost you, then yeah. you know, screw it. Forget about <laughs> it. I, one other thing I like to add, and I think that's great, but if you can get the wife's, if like the wife's the one that set up the deal and the husband's the one paying and he's the one dealing with it and he's ignoring you, if you got both their emails, I've found that if I've copied the wife in, typically she gets to... She gets to getting in that butt real quick, and so that'll help out. And, you know, you'll get a response in like 10 minutes or 20 minutes mm-hmm. like, uh, versus the not hearing anything. So, mm-hmm. you know, get get all the information you can up front so you can get a hold of them at least. That way you can, in good conscience, if you ever had to go to court, worst case scenario, you go to court, you say, hey, our contract said this, in good conscience, I did this, 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 and this. Now you have a clear conscience when you, if you ever had to battle it. Yeah. I've never been in a relationship with someone who was more financially, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for, like anal about the expenses than me. I'm staying out of this one. Huh? <laughs> after, uh, after the hole I dug last week, I'm just staying out of this one. <laughs> oh, oh, you're not going to bring up personal ex- experiences. I, I've been with I my thought you were going to try and say something about me. No, no, no. I've been with my wife since I was 19 <laughs> years old. I, I'm staying out of this one. I've dug yeah. that hole last week, and apparently my shovel <laughs> should be broken this week. Yeah. Now, I couldn't imagine, like, how, if someone was more anal retentive about their finances there's than me. Like, there's what? nobody more OCD than you. <laughs> that's a good thing, especially when it comes to finances. Like, There's got to be someone that's... I get that. So Anyway, we'll call it there. I think everyone's kind of got yeah. the point today. I'm glad that you shut your mouth and broke the shovel. <laughs> we'll see how long it is before <laughs> the you get another The week's still one. early. Yeah. So we come back on what day? The first? So we're going to see them next decade? Oh, please don't. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes. <laughs> Wait. New Year's Eve is Tuesday, so Wednesday's... we'll come back yeah, the first. We'll see them next year. <laughs> All right. Uh, Yeah. um, In between this time, this year and next year, just favor. Uh See, don't have a kid yet, but trying to do dad jokes. I like it. Uh, Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, give us a follow, and then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you next year. See you guys.